All right, welcome to the second episode of Gas Station Boner Pills. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm here with uh, Jake and Ty. Going on? What's up? And um, just to some housekeeping points before we kick off here. Um, uh, I've heard the criticisms of our audio. We know it's not the best. Uh, we do plan on getting mics in uh, the near future. Right now, we just record on our phones. So we're planning on getting mics, and hopefully the audio will be a lot cleaner going forward uh, once that happens. And um, in regards to uh, just suggestions for topics we could discuss in future episodes, um, you could just send us a DM on Instagram at Boner Pills Podcast and just um, give us a suggestion on something we can talk about because we're always open to stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, so today music, uh, music and movies, that's, that's the move. Yeah, so we're just going to be giving like recommendations for film and music and video games, stuff like that. Just stuff we're like just into, like stuff we like to do. And we're going to just share that here. Kind of past time during lockdowns and stuff like that. For oh, sure. Yeah, man. I, uh, the other day, me and my girlfriend, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Glass. Yeah, um, I have. Uh, with, um, Oh, what's his name in it? I know who you're talking about. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. What's, so, the, what's the young fellow's name? Uh, James I can't remember. What was it? James McAvoy. The bald guy who has the personalities. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan is the director, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. What did you guys think of the movie? Um, I haven't seen it since theaters. Um, It was all right. I, I saw actually- it. Oh, so I actually saw it pretty recently. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend, and uh, I think it left a lot uh, untouched in the in the movie. Like I thought they could have done a bit more with it, like a rather abrupt ending, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I thought that the soup, like the the first half of the movie, was super good. Was unbelievable. I thought that the acting was like just unbelievable and then after the second half of the movie kind of started to unfold it just felt like it was five minutes and it was over yeah it seemed very rushed so you know given it's a Shyamalan movie you know like the big thing is the twist right Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because uh, people listening might just want to check it out and you probably haven't seen it already for sure. Um, but the way the characters' arcs wrap up, it's definitely shocking, and it's it's out of left field, and it's unexpected. But it, it just feels kind of like like lame, and like unsatisfactory. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted yeah. more for sure. Like like you're saying, like the twist was super good and so unexpected, but. I don't know. It it just kind of left me wishing that there was more to the movie than there was. Have you guys seen Unbreakable? Aye. Uh, is that the that's a World War Two movie, right? With the no, that's the it's the one about Bruce Willis's character David Dunn, and it's like his own movie, and it it came out like the nineties. Oh no, I don't think I've yes. seen that one. That's I a know, good one. Yeah, I know you're talking. About, I saw that at like. I think I watched that on like an Air Canada flight in like 2007 or some shit like that. <laughs> Out of all those three movies, the Split is the one I think. Split was the, the the best one, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen Split since theaters, but that movie was a rager. That was really good. Oh, I mean, shout out to James McAvoy, man! Like him switching between those personalities like that, so and he makes it work so well. Yeah, that Probably movie, him, man. Like, eh, think... said that I'm not really supposed to talk about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think Split was the movie that I was trying to watch when I watched Glass, because I saw him in it and the different personalities, and I was like, oh, this is the movie I'm trying to watch. And I don't think I think that it was the uh, second one in the series. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a uh, movie. Yeah, man, Split's a really good movie. Yeah, well, Netflix, do you know? Or on Amazon Prime or anything? I don't know what it might be. Yeah, it definitely so, is, 
speaking of movies, let's get some recommendations going. What are we into? Uh, like I have a a few movies that are, that will always be the best to me, but one that's really really good is Interstellar with uh, what's his name, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that was a phenomenal yeah. movie. Okay, not gonna lie, I've only seen like the first like twenty minutes of it. That We're... movie is a huge mind fuck, man. Worth the watch. Really gonna watch it. Worth the watch. Yeah. It, it it really it it touches on the effects that gravity have on our conception of what time is and stuff. Like yeah, it's it's it, it's really crazy. Like say like you're in an area that has super concentrated gravity, like around like a black hole, and you stay around there for two years, and then you come back to Earth. You know, like twenty, thirty years could have passed because of the difference and stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's nuts, man. Scary yeah. shit. The movie will blow you away. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out pretty soon. I, like Christopher Nolan is obviously one of the most like essential directors of like the past decade. I know he's been making movies for like like over twenty years, I think. But like, really, really recently is when he started really popping off. Yeah, like with the Batman movies he did and Inception, classic. Inception is really good. You know what? I never actually really got into that movie. Another one, you, it's it's worth your time to watch for sure. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys are big uh, big Star Wars guys, but I've been super excited. It's more TV than than uh, movies now, but all the new stuff they've been talking about, and like when they put out the Mandalorian, super good. Yeah. Oh, I loved the Mandalorian, man. So good. And, yeah. Uh, they're doing like a ton of new Star Wars content. I'm not really that into Star Wars, but I imagine if you're a fan of Star Wars, you're going to be eating good over the next few years. Yeah, man, I'm super pumped for the Kenobi series to come out. Oh, There's yeah. There's a Kenobi series coming out? Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh. And it's going to be 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And basically, they've pretty much confirmed that we're going to see another uh like a rematch of anakin versus obi-wan but at this point he's already darth vader obviously hayden christensen is coming back to play darth vader yep yeah and ewan mcgregor is coming back to play obi-wan yeah man boy like speaking of hayden christensen sorry continue i got something to say in a second go on what no 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 that was all go on yeah there's a there's a movie that has Hayden Christensen in it, and he, it was about him being like a compulsive liar. It was really? Shattered Glass. Shattered Glass? That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, he... Um... Oh, geez. What was the plot to that? Dude, I don't get why he got so much hate in the prequels for playing Anakin because I think that he played Anakin perfectly. I th- you know how much hate they got like the prequels got when they came out and now like Revenge of the Sith is like regarded as one of the best if not the best Star Wars movie. I haven't seen those movies in like literally decades. Dude. I I watch those movies so often. See my favorite has always been uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones, because I was growing up, I was always like, that that was my favorite part of Star Wars, but that was always like everybody's most hated movie, because it is kind of slow, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought, I really enjoyed it growing up anyway, just because of the clones, and there's some really cool scenes, and it's kind of crazy that not... Because that, that movie was put out, what, in, like, 2002, I think, or something like that? And that it was all... Yeah, man. Man. Uh, nice segue here. But when I was nine, I... So, when I was nine, I lived in, like, this uh, this little, like, cottage in, like, St. Margaret's Bay. And um, at the time, I was really obsessed with Star Wars. And I was always pretending I was, like, doing lightsaber battles. <laughs> Oh, I would hold like I would hold like a flashlight and just wave it around 
as if it was a lightsaber. And I remember one time when I was doing that, I saw like a shadowy figure in the corner of my eye, like a fucking ghost, like a fucking force. And I told my parents, and they told like the landlord, who's also my dad's friend. And apparently, on that same property, somebody had committed suicide like years before. That's fucked. Yeah, I saw a fucking ghost while pretending I was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. (laughs) I remember when I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith, and I think it was when General Grievous first like appeared. Yeah, I knew the pal. Yeah. So, and you know how he comes out and he has like the dual lightsaber thing, like, like that's his thing, or like four? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, do you know what a socket wrench is? Yes. So, there, I had two big ass socket wrenches when I was a, a kid. They weren't mine, but they belonged to my little brother's father. And I was trying to swing them back and forth, like make them like interlock with each other without hitting. And I absolutely belted myself right in the fucking face with like this big ass <laughs> fucking socket wrench, man. <laughs> wow. Man, to be a kid again, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing you got to worry about is smacking yourself in the face with a socket wrench. Yeah. Those are the exactly. days. Or yeah. falling off your bike or something. Yeah. Do you guys still have like scarred up knees from like eating shit on your bike when you were like a little kid? Buddy, I yeah. got scared up knees for eating shit on my bike like a week ago. <laughs> I haven't rode a bike in like, it, honestly, at this point, it might be ten years. Really, I haven't like, I haven't rode a bike in probably like maybe like two or three. Actually, I, that, that's pretty big. Exact English exaggeration. I don't think it was ten years. I think I was probably like fourteen last time I I rode a bike, but still, something yeah, I haven't done in a long been a minute. time. Yeah, Dude, speak, speaking of bikes, I know this is a little off topic, but fuck cyclists. What was that? Yeah. He said fuck cyclists. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. They're so annoying, man. I think that we should get three tickets, like three little stubs every year, and you can just like knock a cyclist off the road. Oh, straight up. You should be allowed to fucking hit them, I think. What, I mean, what like, not me? actually, but you should be able to hit them. Yeah, I know what you mean. What annoys me the most, I don't really have a problem with them. If you're like, if there's, don't get me started on bike lanes, but since they exist, if we're on the road and you're close to the sidewalk and you're out of my way, yeah, your existence still annoys me, but I don't really care that much. It's when I'm driving and the cyclist is in the middle of the road. That shit is so fucking annoying. And it's like, man, get out of the middle of the road. I'm trying to drive here. I, I always, I always like, swear at them under my breath. Like, I'll never, like, roll down the window and say, like, you fucking idiot. But, like, I'll always just say some, like, totally mean things under my breath. Something that you totally shouldn't ever think about another human being. But, like, yeah. <laughs> it's something, something just totally out of pocket. Totally just not even okay. Like, fucking worthless piece of shit. Fuck. A lot of times... <laughs> When I go on my bike, I like smoking weed before I go on my bike. So <laughs> it, it just makes the hills not as fucking hard and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But I yeah. hear like I can hear the vehicle approaching behind me, and like I start pedaling, like uh, or, or like when I'm pedaling, I try to stay as close to the shoulder of the road as possible, but without being on the gravel. And then let me tell you, sometimes I like. I fall onto the gravel. <laughs> I don't fall off my bike, but like I slide back over and like I feel like I'm gonna get run over. I hate it. <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't like I wouldn't like biking on the road for that reason because I would feel like I was in the way or I would feel like I'm gonna get clipped. And I don't know, man. Like when I was a kid, we always just rode our bikes on the sidewalk or whatever, obviously, or on the yeah. trail. But now there's there's no way. Yeah, you're Definitely. not even allowed to ride your bike on the sidewalk now, man. You can get a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. There was this, uh, in my junior high, there was this teacher. And obviously, I don't know exactly where he lived. But from my understanding, he lived decently far away. 
And obviously, with the exception of when it was snowing, so you can't really ride a bike. It could be piss pouring rain. It wouldn't matter. This guy would bike to school any day it wasn't snowing. From that's uh, unreal. Wow. And that's that's dedication. That guy must yeah, have been he, in shape, bro. He would do that, and then dude would be at the school obviously till like five o'clock or whatever. Bike home, I'm like man, that's you know respect. Yeah, he's about that. Yeah, life. yeah. he's about that. Real cyclist life, I guess you have to disrespect it. Yeah, some people are super into into it, man. Like I, we're on that, never, we're on that bike grind. Yeah, man, I'll never understand. Like some people be spending like ridiculous amounts of money on their bike. On yeah, bike. Like, and I mean, like, I guess in a way, you could argue maybe for some people, it's like transportation or the same thing as people modifying a motorcycle or a car in a, in a way but i don't know couldn't be me yeah man you should see the stuff that those um like the people that train to do the tour de france and stuff they get inside these machines that like limit your oxygen make it like you're training at crazy elevation and they'll bike on at like a 30 degree angle as hard as they can for like 25 minutes straight and then hop yeah. off and like go on an oxygen tank and like fucking hyperventilating and shit. It's like, god damn. Yeah, dude, it's, it's fucked. You can just do yeah. what Lance Armstrong did and take some steroids and totally like forego most of that stuff. I actually saw this like little clip from, I, I'm pretty sure it was a documentary about how, um, you know, when he got caught on steroids and stuff. Yeah, it's basically like a bunch of people talking about like his name and he gets like so much slander. They're like, but like if you go and he's they were saying if you were to test the first like 20 people, like the people who finished first and 20th, they were all on steroids. Like anybody who was finishing like in the top group, they were all on steroids. He was just the only one to ever get caught because of how insanely good he was. Wow, that's that's nuts, man. Yeah, and, and they talk about how like how it's still like still a thing, like still so many people who do that are on steroids, and that it's just like it's a dirty game, it's a dirty sport. So before we get like too deep into cycling here, I think we should bring it back to the main topic. Real yeah, quick. you're right. You're right. Yeah, we, we, we got we got a little down the fucking uh rabbit hole cycling rabbit hole there, the cycling iceberg. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You guys ever see the movie called The Green Mile? Yes. Dude. I know about it. I don't think I've ever actually I've no, I think I've seen bits of it on TV. Dude. That's an unreal movie, man. So my Even dad better. still like watches like he doesn't really use Netflix or any of that. He just watches TV. Yeah. And I actually cannot tell you how many times I've walked out and seen my dad watching that movie. That's I bet too you, good, man. I bet you he could recite like almost every line from that movie. Wow. He he claims that it's only like he, he'll turn it on and it'll be like halfway through, but I don't know, man. It's like I have. I feels like hundreds of times I've come in and seen him watching the Green Mile. Maybe that's his like guilty per- pleasure. It must be. Just have you guys ever happen. seen? Have you guys ever seen the house that Jack built? No, I've heard. That's of it, but I never saw it. Um, I I would I would go ahead and I would recommend that if you got a strong stomach, I would recommend you see it because it's a really good. Stomach? It's really funny. Yeah. But there's a lot of very disturbing imagery. That so, like, are you talking? It. Is this like a Saw movie? Because I hate, like, I like horror movies. Yeah. I love horror movies. But like, when it comes to the Saw movies, I just don't like like gruesome torture movies. You know what I mean? Like, I can't watch those. No, yeah. So, so it's it's kind of like an artsy movie. It's directed by Lars von Trier, who's like this Danish film director who's like. He's a total fucking crackhead by all accounts. He like praises Hitler and stuff. Weird <laughs> dude. Weird fucking dude. He got banned from, I think it was the Cannes Film Festival for saying that he understands Hitler or something like that. And then they, sh- they fucking shit Cannon for a few years because of that. So, yeah. So that guy, 
he directed the house that Jack built. And so it's, it's a lot like American Psycho in the fact that it's kind of like a dark comedy thriller, but it's, it's a lot artsier and a lot more avant-garde. And, but there was like a lot of like fucked up, like mangle shit in that movie. Like it didn't really disturb me too much, but I could understand how it would really fuck with someone else. Um, no spoilers. Well, actually like kind of spoilers, but there's one scene where um, he like shoots a little kid and then he, uh, <laughs> this is so fucking weird, but he like brings the kid, the kid's corpse into like his freezer and he like, he puts like pins and shit in like the kid's face to contort it into like a smile while he's dead. And he, he keeps him in the freezer so that his face freezes like that. So you just have this dead kid with this like grotesque, unnatural smile plastered on his face. And you see oh. like, he's a big thing throughout the whole movie. Like you see shots of him like through the rest of the film. He's like a major prop at that point. But yeah, that's one of the big things. I Maybe I explained that really weirdly, but it's basically like facial taxidermy on a, like a child's foot. That's a thing in the movie. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked. Yeah, so um, I'll give thing. it um, I'll give it four dead children out of five. Recommend <laughs> you guys check it out. Yeah, I'm just reading the synopsis here. It says Jack, a psychopath and a serial killer, recounts a series of murders he committed over a period of twelve years, which he considers to be a work of art. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's actually it's actually really good. And there's a lot of like there's a lot of like uh internal dialogue in the film between uh fucking Jack the killer and like this ain't maybe not ancient, but like this um old like poet in Roman history. Uh maybe it was Roman, I kind of forget, but his name was Virgil and he's like this historical figure. Okay, and uh, they did. They have kind of like this inner dialogue where Jack tries to like justify all his crimes, and Virgil is telling him, like fuck off and how he's sick and like none of that shit is cool. But yeah, it's a pretty brutal film, but I would recommend it because I like movies that are kind of like dark and fucked up like that. Oh, Matt Dillon's in it. It's he's really good. good, dude. Matt Dillon is on. He's he's a good actor. He's really good at that movie, and the movie has a sick fucking ending. All right. Well, I'll keep that and keep that in the old think tank. A uh, a movie that me and Mark don't agree on is American Psycho because he loves American Psycho, and I think that that movie is so ridiculously overhyped that it's not even funny. Yeah, I think, I think we should talk Cap. about that. Hmm. I've never seen it, so my opinion isn't really valid. American Psycho is a classic. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I think classic. Like, like me and Mark have had this conversation before, but I think that, um, how like like I was saying, like how much it's overhyped, and plus how you described it as more of like a comedy kind of thriller, right? Kind of almost. Yeah. Um, I saw it. I didn't see it as a comedy. Like the, there wasn't really any scenes that made me laugh throughout the movie. Maybe it's because going in, I didn't think it was supposed to be funny, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I found the movie kind of, kind of dry. I didn't find it that exciting. Different shows for different folks, I guess. I guess so. Do you guys yeah. ever watch the Hills have eyes? No, I haven't, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, no, I've never watched it either, but. My mom uh super into horror movies and she always said that movie was fucked. And uh she was the one who got me into horror movies, but we we never ended up watching that one. But I've only heard that it is really, really gruesome. You guys ever see a Serbian film? No, but I've heard way too much about it. Yeah. Now that is a Disney Channel classic you could pop that yeah. It's called oh, a true. Serbian film. Yeah. Like, the movie's literally called a Serbian film, and, like, obviously it's made in Serbia, and it's in Serbian. But now that is a crazy fucking movie. Way yeah, they, way over the top when it comes to, like, disturbing graphic imagery. Like, it, it borders on fucking parody. That's how just 
mangle some of the shit is. But yeah, that that one is fucked. That I don't even think that's a good movie at all. It's just way too reliant on shock value. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm almost a little hesitant to go into some of the details. Uh, yeah, because it's should. really fucked up. Yeah, and like maybe fucking Anchor could crack down on us for talking with some of that stuff or Spotify. I really don't know. Kind of don't want to risk it. Yeah, no, I, I don't. That that one's like, a, if you want to watch it, go and watch it, but be prepared. Okay. And so, is there a go. European version and like a like North American version as well? Like, the, I heard that there was different versions, and some of them are more fucked up than others. Of a Serbian film? Yeah. I never heard that. I thought there was just the one version. Oh, I, I could be wrong, but when, because my, one of my buddies, uh, Cole, told me about it. And uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, he told me that there is, there is different versions. And I can't remember what one. He said that one is more fucked up than the other, though. Oh, wow. I could Man. be mistaken, though. So... Go check out a Serbian film. I give it uh, three and a half. Um, Defiled corpses out of five. Go check <laughs> that one out. Fun for the whole family. Yeah. Give her a go. The uh, the hills have eyes is about uh, like a small town near like the desert in the USA, and these people like have a breakdown, but it's not really a breakdown. It's the, these guys like had like spike strips put on the road, and what it is, it's it's near the site. It's near an old nuclear testing site. And they stopped at a station, basically, and this guy gave them directions, which were bogus, and he sent them up this road, and these, like, mutants pretty much, like, attacked them, and it is a a fucked up movie, man. Like, I can't get too too into it, but there's a... There's a suicide scene, and it's really graphic and not good. I've I've heard a lot of things about it. Yeah, we watched this not long ago, but uh, Hereditary is probably my favorite horror movie right now. I've never seen that. I've, I've heard of it. What's it about? Um, so, I can't remember the exact uh, book that it's based on, but it's based on a uh, what do you want to call it? It's like a it's a super old book about um, the devil and like the seven circles of hell or is it eight i can't remember anyway there's nine nine then that's what it is um but uh so this i don't want to give anything away because the movie is so good but i find that a lot of horror movies rely on jump scares and loud noises to scare you when this movie doesn't do that and it's basically just all unsettling yeah i love that and after the movie, because when I watched it, I didn't really understand why what was happening was happening, but I still enjoyed the movie. But after I looked up, like, an explanation of why everything was happening, it it blows your mind. It's super, super good. And that's one that, like, if you were going to watch a movie tonight and you like horror movies and you haven't seen it, that would be the one that I would recommend to you for sure. Watching it. Hereditary is a great movie. Yeah, Ari Aster is a horror director. I think we should really be looking out for. See, his guys, uh, his, his next joint is Walking Phoenix. What's that? Did you guys watch Insidious? Yeah. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, I, I love Insidious. Great. Sinister. Yeah, the first one is a classic. I think. Oh, I really sure. enjoyed the uh, first Sinister movie as well. Oh, those were yeah. up, man. Dude, I watched Sinister. Um, in theaters with my grandma when it first came out, and I was Dude, twelve. What? Yeah, she hated it, but I thought it fucking ruled. I yeah, saw. I obviously, she's like an movies. older woman. She's obviously not going to be a fan of it. It's just home movies of kids killing their families. Yeah, in really, really, really fucked up ways. And it's fucking lit, and it's a great film. You know, what movie that like disappointed me on the rewatch. Yeah, well, uh, it was The Conjuring because that came out in what 2012, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, I saw that movie in theaters with my mother and my sister, and in theaters, and I was also obviously 12 at the time. 
Um, but that uh, that movie scared the shit out of me when I watched it in theaters. And then a few years later, I rewatched it at home. And without the IMAX speakers and the humongous screen, it it didn't really scare me at all. I thought it was really underwhelming, and I was really disappointed by that. Hmm. I guess it yeah. really does depend on the setting. Yeah. But yeah. So, do you guys want to transition into like music now? Talk about what music we like. The sure. music we're going to recommend. All right. Cool. Yeah, uh, when you guys want to start us off? Yeah. Um, sure. Go ahead, Tyson. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, I've been listening to uh, a lot recently of um, like older rock and stuff like that. Like when I'm outside or like doing stuff around the house, like instead of like more up to date and recent stuff. And I have to say, I've been listening to uh, Scorpions a lot. Rock okay. me like a hurricane. Yeah, buddy, you know what it is. That's I the only song with them right now. Yeah, me too. No, I've been listening to that and just like a lot of older stuff with Johnny Cash and yeah, Johnny Cash is phenomenal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just like some old jams, but yeah, I find I've been, it to every now and again. I've been listening to this like uh, this like dream pop band a lot named beach house and their music is like it's really like vibe heavy and kind of serene and blissful sounding it just puts me in such a relaxed state but it's also sort of like melancholy and sad at the same time it's really sad so it sounds like what's that sounds like rufus dusol rufus dusol dusol like s-o-l Never heard of him. He has a, he has a collection of tracks that are very, very like, like they're long tracks, but they're super intricate and the frequencies that are played like like they're like studied to make you actually feel like good and stuff. Man, it's super cool. Wow. For for a while cool. a couple of years ago I got super into just like um kind of like the same thing, like super they were just like instrumentals. But just like really calming instrumentals, I went through like a like a geez voice crack, couple month phase of that. But uh, as you guys probably already know, I'm like a super diehard Juice World fan. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I knew that. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace, rest in power, rest in power, yeah, rest man, in I, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think his, I think he doesn't get. Well, obviously, like, he's super popular in such a short time, but I don't know, man. I, I don't think he still gets the credit he deserves, and I feel like part of him passing away was almost a part of that because there's almost a weird culture now that when somebody passes away that, like, you know what I mean? Like, they just kind of blow up because they had passed away, but, I mean, he was already so, so big. But it's kind of a shame that I feel like a lot of artists only get the appreciation after they're they're already gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, like look at that for sure. Yeah, man, and I don't know. I find it really dumb. It um, would be such a uh, oh no, you go ahead. No, continue. Okay, cool. It would be such a a unique strategy for a musician to like fake their death. And then watch their streaming numbers just go through the roof and watch all their clout and popularity just like go through the roof again. And uh, and then kind of like coming out and be like, wait, fooled you. I'm not dead. Just like Kim Jong Un did. And uh, then fucked up. <laughs> then their streams would fucking go even higher because they just pulled this weird like Houdini trick on you. That is a hit the ground yeah yeah it depends i don't know bro tupac's gonna do that just wait he's coming that's back a, that's he's gonna live ass shit bro yeah. <laughs> well it's just a hypothetical like obviously like no one's gonna do that I, I don't even really think they should i think that's a little callous but for the sake of the uh humor element of the podcast I need to throw some fucking curveballs in there yeah okay yeah man do you guys, like, this isn't really on topic, but 
you ever think about like if you could go back in time and you would be like the smartest person in the world because you would like know all this like future shit and all that stuff but then if you really think about it you'd be like yeah bro okay you guys need batteries they'd be like okay well what's that and you explain it to them and they're like okay well where do we get them you know what i'm saying like you would you like i wouldn't know shit no because like if you had to explain to them how i'd be like listen engines they'd be like okay well where do we get the you know oil and stuff i don't fucking know like i don't know man (laughs) figure it out this is your guys job i'm just supposed to tell you about it yeah here's the the design i'm just the messenger yeah exactly i would travel way back in time like way back like pilgrims and shit i'd give them a fat just give them some bud bro yeah let's get them super stoned Whenever I fantasize about traveling back in time, I just think about going back to like the eighties and like going to like New York and just like getting fucked off like cocaine and just do <laughs> lines off like hookers' asses and shit and just fucking like party Whoa. in the fucking club. That's let's all I want to do. Let's see where your priorities are. Yeah. Yeah. Wear yeah. like a fucking like neon like windbreaker just turning up. Yeah, this is some real hot tub time machine shit, but I would just <laughs> I would place life savings sized bets on sports events because you already know who's gonna win. True. Oh, true. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. like I bet my fucking house and all this shit that Tom Brady's gonna get another ring, and they'll be like, Nah, he won't. And then, do that well, like how many times? Like eight times or nine times? How many rings does Brady have? I think he has. I think he has six. Six. You know, yeah, one sec. I. If anybody is a f- sports fan that's listening and you're probably you're making fun of us right now, cut go fuck yourself. How many rings? Do I'm, I... I'm not a football guy at all. Hockey and soccer are my... Oh, uh... Tom Brady has been to nine Super Bowls and he won seven of them. It's pretty good, good for him. Pretty, pretty good stats. Yeah. But it's, none of that, ma- none of that matters since he kisses his son. On the left. Yeah, exactly. Who cares that you're a great athlete? Oh, you it's fucking it's gross, weird. man. Yeah, it's pretty weird that your son is, I don't know how old he is, but a lot older than, you know, uh, much far too old to, to be kissing him on the lips for a short time. Yeah, Tom Brady criticized for kissing 11-year-old son for too long. 11? He... Tongue fucked his son's esophagus is what he did. <laughs> it's absolutely mind blowing. It's really just disturbing. I don't like. That's... Oh, I didn't know that uh, Tom Brady has a baby mama. Is it is it Giselle Bunchen or that's his wife, right? Yeah, his current wife's Giselle, and his current his yeah. ex is uh, Bridget Moynihan. That, that name's familiar. Hey, you don't got nothing on future, though. <laughs> dude, future fucked Scotty Pippen's wife. Yeah, dude. The yeah. Song, the While song he was, was wearing Gucci flip flops, yeah. that's where the song came from. And yeah. didn't he? Didn't he do it as revenge for the time that Scotty Pippen wouldn't like sign an autograph for him when he was a kid? Yep. Yes, dude. That is. That's like unreal levels of petty. But yeah, I kind of have to like respect it though, in a weird way. If you watch the interview, bro, it's mental. He's like, yeah, I was standing there just like feeding the bitch. And I looked down <laughs> and I was wearing Gucci flip-flops. He's like, I left. I went straight to the studio. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is so disrespectful, man. Yeah, yeah. out of pocket. And did you, have you guys seen the video of him talking about, um, I, I can't remember how they got on the topic, but they're talk, talking about how he has like, six or eight baby moms or whatever and he's like well i can't pick one of them you know the girl's like why like there's like six or eight of them you could pick one of them and 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 be with them he's like well i pick if i pick one the other ones are gonna be mad at me because i didn't pick them so i can't pick any of them the other one's gonna be jealous man i'm like bro out of pocket this whole This whole like city boys slash like toxic boys for life movement. Yeah. So goddamn funny to me, man. Have you, do you yeah, have Hoodville? 
Oh, uh, I check up on their account. I don't follow, but I look at their account sometimes. Oh, man. Big follow. Shout out to our followers. Follow Hoodville if you want to laugh your ass off. Yeah. Okay. So follow Hoodville. Watch a Serbian film. Uh, watch House That Jack Built. There, there's your fucking home. Oh, well, there's something we forgot. <laughs> What's that? How did Our, your experiment go? Yeah, did you did you go to the Oh end? my god. Okay. Bro. So bad, I dude. I actually did do it. Oh, what? That I does not uh, that was that. unexpected. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I was in the well, I I I did do it, but I sort of did a bit of a half-assed version of it, not gonna lie. So I just I was in the bathroom, I was washing my hands. And I was like, what better fucking time than to do it right now? So I just looked in the mirror and I did the uh, I am you, this is me thing over and over. And uh, it was kind of a bust. Didn't really, uh, didn't really stir up any feelings of existential dread, unfortunately. Yeah. How long did you do it for? Not, re- not long. Probably just maybe like a little over a minute, maybe. Yeah, you got to do it for a while, bro. And you got to stand there and you got to be staring at your eyes. Bro. Like, like how, how long are you really supposed to do it? Like three to four minutes. Five because, minutes if you're feeling crazy. So is, is this like a TikTok thing? It is a psychological thing that people have made it apparent on, you know, many social media platforms, not just a TikTok thing. Because to me... It seems like a bit of like a fucking like astroturfed psychology experiment that is just kind of fake and people kind of over exaggerate what they experience with it. To me, it kind of sounds like that. Maybe it's like been well documented and there's some empirical data that such a thing can occur or whatever. But I don't know. I'm not really, not really buying the hype. Not really buying the craze. Merch just ain't committed. That's all. I'll I'll I'll, I'll have to do it and step up to the plate next week. I'll I'll, I'll commit all to right. it. Have fun. I won't. Have. Fun. I I gar- I guarantee you. I guarantee nothing's gonna happen. Unless you like convince yourself to get freaked out. But if you don't do that, you'll be fine. Bro. I- is it just me or if you, if, okay, so say you're in the bathroom or whatever, if you stare yourself in the mirror for long enough, you kind of, I get kind of freaked out anyway. If you, okay, yeah, I'm looking at what really happens. Has to I be a freak up to have do, it, do it for about 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Oh yeah, without, without breaking your gaze. If you stare at your eyes in the mirror for a long time in a dimly lit room, your brain will literally get bored of what it's seeing and will start warping your face into all kinds of creepy fucking things. No, I can't be so, doing that. Can't so doing I've, that. I've heard of that, but I, I've never heard of the IMU, this is me thing. It's an, added, it's an added fucking thing that you're talking to your reflection that's actually you, but it's two things. But is yeah. it separate? That's very odd. I'm kind of scared to do it. Oh well, you got to step up now. You've already, you've already committed. That's true. It's true. I can't go back on my word. Yeah, man. Now I'm super nervous about that. <laughs> I mean, well, no one's forcing you to do anything. You could always just, you know. I'm a man of my word. You're a man of your word. Right on. We love to see it. It's all a man has is his word. The longer you focus and stare into the mirror, now I'm quoting somebody on Quora.com here, every image that you will perceive falls on your retina upside down and your brain, and your brain will flip it the right way around, right? The mirror is the same idea, but on a different plane without the flipping. Yet you're not able to imagine your eyes as inverted. So... When you see the image, your eyes are actually upside down because your eyes are flipping it anyway. Okay. So the longer you look into the mirror, the longer you're enabling your understanding to accept a reverse reality. Damn. That's uh, that's intense. 
Dude, that's oh, that's fucked up, man. Well, if I end up in the hospital, it's your guys' fault. Remember that. I'm gonna blame exactly. you guys. You're gonna be found like mutilated with all your bones broken. Like it follows or something. Like some okay. demon, some demon's gonna jump from the mare and just like fucking give it to you. Yeah, man. This is known as the <laughs> Trockler effect. Trockler. No, Troxler. T R O Troxler, okay. L E R. I'm gonna look up some videos on this later. Yeah, prepare to, on prepare to die. Yeah, man. Sit in a mirror. <laughs> sit yes. All you will need to do is sit in front of a mirror in a dimly lit room, set a timer for ten minutes, and pick a point of concentration. Alright. I'll try it. Good luck. Alright, bro. Good knowing you. Godspeed. This is it, boys. <laughs> I'm about to no clip out of the world. <laughs> You're gonna no clip out of the simulation. Yeah, dude. Do you know what's creepy to me? Is have you ever put two mirrors like face to face and then looked in it and you can see yourself an infinite amount of times? I love doing that. Oh, that's creepy. And I used to have a medicine cabinet in my um, bathroom on the wall, and then I had like a big mirror above the sink. I used to flip open the medicine cabinet and look in it, and that like, I if you put it on an angle, it would look like you were on a train of just you. Wow! In the in my bathroom, I love that. Though. Like the mirror is three mirrors because like there's like storage behind each one of them. Yeah. So if you flip the two side ones out, it's really weird because it looks like there's two people standing on either side of you watching you. And, like, sometimes, say, if I were to go in the medicine cabinet or something before I already get in the shower or something or it's not all the way closed, I'll get out of the shower and I'll freak myself out because I think there's somebody in the bathroom, but it's just me. Hmm. Yeah. I scared the shit of myself several times. That. What if you was looking in the mirror and you're brushing your teeth and you, like, spit in the sink, but your, like, reflection didn't? I would. I don't know what I would do. Probably <laughs> check into a hospital. He'd, like, lit a cigarette. I'm like well, fucking walked out, <laughs> walked out, <laughs> smashed the mirror. Yeah, game yeah. over. Ha- oh, okay. Have you guys ever seen the series called Lock and Key? Sounds familiar. It is. Never. It was Never. on Netflix. It was on Netflix. It could still be. Uh, Goss told me to watch it. Actually, right. uh, it and it's uh it's in Lunenburg, and it's a trippy ass show. Really? Oh, show. Yeah, man, there's, it's, like, uh, some kids and, like, there's this house that's, like, a family house or something like that. I won't get too into it. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but I think it's something interesting if you guys would like to check it out. Each key in the house does a different thing. Oh, wow. Like, oh, there's, there's, there's one key where you can go inside some, like, like, your own mind. Like, you put this key in the back of your neck and turn it, and then you sit up you're actually in your own mind you can walk around and like do shit yeah it's kind of it, cool. yeah and they go to like a there's like this one scene like this doesn't ruin anything but they go to somebody that has a, a mental illness and they put the key in them and they go inside their mind oh man that's weird yeah it's good dude i was watching uh, this video on this guy who had uh it's like a documentary and in the documentary there's this guy who had uh, schizophrenia and he's a super good artist and so he would draw like what he was seeing like while they were talking to him and doing stuff and fuck man i i living like that would be fucked oh yeah it would be that would be a nightmare yeah dude you gotta have you gotta have a lot of mental fortitude to fucking deal with that all the time. Holy fuck! Oh, definitely. Man, my girlfriend is a uh, she is a CCA, like a continuing care assistant. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. She has to like, and she used to work at a nursing home as well, so she has to deal with people with uh, like fucking bipolar dementia. and dementia and schizophrenia and fucking all kinds of stuff like that. And like the number one thing, like thing for me, like I would, like I would be so nervous around 
somebody that doesn't have like a proper grip on reality like that would be so scary definitely man i actually had a dream not even that long ago probably like two weeks ago not even two weeks ago um where i had to escort a schizophrenic midget (laughs) or i guess now it's like little person uh a schizophrenic little person from like one part of like a mental institution to another and I remember in the dream being scared absolutely shitless that I had to do this. And then later on in the dream, like right before I woke up, they like there was a sequence where I was like helping them move along into like a fucking padded room or whatever. And then they like kicked me and I fell to the ground. I don't know how a little person could even do that, but it happened and it happened in my dream. And they kicked me. And I fell to the ground, and then I woke up. It was a really weird dream. And I remember, in, I remember in the dream, there was, like, barely any color. Like, there was just this, it was just, like, this extremely, like, gray, drab, like, color palette, like, just in my dream. Like, there was no real, like, like bright, nice colors. It was just all gray and just shitty and gross looking. It was, it was a fuck dream. I had a nightmare when I was about 13 years old. I haven't thought about this in literally years. But the dream was that um, every time like somebody did something like bad, that more and more like color and vibrance was taking like taken out of the world. And literally, oh, wow. yeah, in in my dream, like everything, it was like watching a black and white movie. And we were trying to get the color back. I remember it was a fuck. It was a fucked up dream. That's super weird. That that seems like it'd be a cool plot for like a movie. Good. Yeah, dude, man. Yeah. I. Now you go. Um, speaking about before about like, um, working with people with like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. My mom worked in a, um, old folks home. When she told me the story, so there's this one lady, I can't remember what it was, like what condition she had, but she was convinced that she was on a cruise ship and that every day my mom would have to reintroduce herself. So I, it was probably like Alzheimer's or something. And she was convinced she was on a cruise ship. And every time my mom would walk in, she would ask her where they were docking at today and if she could go and like what there was around to see like what she could do in the place they were staying and she was saying that so i guess this uh lady's son dropped her off at this place and never came back to go and see her or anything and every day he would be like oh we're here my son told me he was gonna you know meet me here and come pick me up or whatever it's like super fucking sad man have you guys ever heard of everywhere at the end of time no no so it's this um it's this six and a half hour long like album by this this dude named the caretaker who's like this British musician and it's six and a half hours long and it's supposed to represent like the decline like the slow decline of somebody with dementia and it starts off it sounds almost kind of like I have listened to the whole thing I've only heard a few like tracks from it it starts off and it's kind of nice and it's sort of like a lot of old style music that you probably hear in like the fifties. And there's like the crackle of the, uh, um, Oh my fuck. Why am I forgetting what it's fucking called? Gramophone. The, the, like the vinyl fucking thing. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And you get a lot of that and, uh, it sounds kind of pretty and kind of nice. And it's supposed to represent like like that portion of the album where it sounds sort of like that. It's supposed to represent um, like the the last moments where you actually like can remember stuff, and it's very kind of nostalgic and sentimental for you. And then by the time you make it to the end of the six and a half hour long um, project, it just it's just like machine noises and all these weird sounds, like metallic sounds. It sounds like something out of a horror movie. And uh, apparently it's like really fucked up a lot of people. 
there are people who have sat through the whole thing and listened to it all the way through in one go, or probably like a few goes, and apparently it like really fucked them up. And like at the end of the album, it's supposed to represent like point of no return, like you have full blown dementia and you can't remember anything. That's that's so scary, man. Yeah, but but then of course it's the internet, so people like do mashups with songs from the album and like fucking the baby and shit like that. So yeah. <laughs> Some of them are really fire though too. So, yeah. Dude, that's one of my biggest fears. Oh yeah, definitely. Have you guys ever seen a movie called Mr. Nobody? No. I've heard of it. That's the one with Jared Leto, right? Yes, it is with Jared Leto. Remember yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I remember watching this in like 2010 or so, like a little bit after it came out. Basically, uh, it's in 2092 and Jared Leto is the last mortal human on Earth. And literally, he's just talking to a nurse about the life that he may have led, like, like when he was alive. And yeah, super good. It just goes through his whole life from when he's like a kid through his teenage years and like a life. And you just get to see like the different, you know, like crossroads you might come to or like, like big challenges that that you'll face. And it's like two and a half hours long. So it's 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 pretty long and uh so it's definitely an investment if you want to watch it but i would definitely recommend it hell yeah i'll have to check it out yeah dude for sure it's, I, the, uh... it's like weird he fucking his parent his dad gets married to somebody else's mom and then they live together and they have a daughter like they have a daughter too but because now they're supposed to be like brother and sister but they like bang each other and stuff i don't know it's weird that's but... very bizarre yeah, it's, it's still a good movie. Yeah, man. You know Nothing totally like some do? inset. What's that? That's, you know what we should totally do, not to cut you off. Yeah, no worries, man. We should make a. Uh, we should make a list of all the movies that we talk about and recommend and stuff for both us to be able to go and watch them, but also for people who listen, who like you can go back and look at this list and watch some of these movies. Yeah, we that is a good little, idea. You like maybe in in the description of like each podcast, we might be able to make like a small list of mentioned things or something. Yeah, definitely, that's a good idea. Yeah, dude. What were you saying before? Oh, I was gonna make a uh, a, a little incest joke about going off what Tyson was talking about. <laughs> Let's not and say we did. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right boys looks like we're coming up on an hour that was so yeah a little over an hour hour and three minutes yeah i love how at the beginning we said we were going to talk about like our favorite movies and music and we kind of like didn't really do that and I mean, we sort of did we sort of did for movies but like not really for music at all which is i don't fun. know man i kind of i kind of feel like you just need to have a natural flow you know just kind of talk about whatever Whatever you lead to. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think having like a uh, like a list of topics to cover is good as well. That's true. So you so you just don't segue into like weird kind of esoteric concepts that no one really vibes with. I agree. Yeah. Definitely cool. Like, so we spent the majority of this talking about movies pretty much. <laughs> Man, yeah. it's crazy like the like the range of shit we talked about in this podcast like we went from talking about like how annoying cyclists are to like extremely depraved foreign movies within like a few minutes are you gonna edit this part out like what we're doing now i wasn't really i wasn't really planning on it oh okay do you want me to edit it out probably just just seem like we're not like discussing the podcast while we're doing it yeah yeah i kind of like but i kind of like the little like review portion afterwards oh yeah it gives more it gives more character to the to the episode i think yeah like a nice little wrap up for sure but when we start like deliberating about it then i would all right well i i I still gonna do like the outro though i'm just gonna i've i decided earlier today 
that I'm going to start doing like an outro, basically just like telling people to like share and do all that stuff. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be weird doing it now because it just said I was going to do it. But yeah. So if you're listening to this, it would mean a lot to us if you would share the podcast to your friends or your family that you think would enjoy it. Um, that's probably it. That's a wrap. See you guys next time. See you guys yeah. next time. See you guys. Gas station bonus. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>